This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today, Trump faces yet another investigation, witch hunt. Illinois will soon allow nearly all criminals to be released without bail. And Project Veritas exposes a Democrat senator for racist comments. You'll never guess who. Uh, we've got a lot, all of that and more coming up. And it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Friday. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and uh, if it is any indication from the off-air commentary going on right now, we're in for a heck of a show. We're joined by Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, as well as John Doyle, fellow Blaze TV contributor and host of Heck Off Commie. Yes. That was cute. You guys both did your little... Yako's my mentor. I, uh, I did a show with him, which I'm, I'm being told is coming out on Monday, and it was, like, really great. I mean, we went for an hour and a half on all sorts of topics. It was so. a good show. So. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of John Doyle people will see that I don't know that they see otherwise. It was really good. Oh, I like that. No, well, it's good. Yako, you know, he keeps me in line. Sometimes I get a little edgy, and he's got that sort of patriarchal South African, just, you know, smacks me, and it's like, yeah. no, you don't talk to women that way. And I'm yeah. like, okay. <laughs> but he listens, though, Sarah. So I respect well, hierarchy. Finally, he listens to someone. Um, I know it's not going to be me. So, so, okay. So, I want to get to the 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 national news of the day. But I think that this is this should be important to you, even if you don't live in Texas. So, Cool Beans Bar over here in Denton, uh, a little ways away from here, uh, recently announced that they were going to do a Disney drag show for kids. This is an all ages drag show. They were going to do it this Sunday. And uh, I posted about it. I, ha I, I mentioned to you guys on air, I said, hey, if you are in this area, please message me because we need to start mobilizing and, and making sure that these events don't happen. Well, congratulations. Good job, guys. They actually shut it down. Now, they didn't do that without uh, pitching a whiny cry fest, uh, cry more libs. And they released a statement that said, if you've been following us for the past few years, you know that the safety of our employees and customers comes before anything else. Having a safe space that day or any day takes precedence over anything else. That being said, our drag brunch has caught a lot of attention from certain political groups who have made it clear they aren't very happy about this event. With today's climate, it's better to be safe than sorry. To those of you who have forced us to make this decision, shame on you. Shame on you for putting fear into us with your threats, your horrible DMs, aggressive phone calls, and hate comments. This is not a win for you. We employ college-age students and you have made them fearful in a place where before this day they have felt protected and safe. Us canceling is not out of agreement, but out of fear for our employees, performers, and customers' safety. I would guess they would be very hard-pressed to provide any evidence of any sort of violent type of threats. They just, they're all about protesting, right? They're all about civil disobedience. They're all about civil disruption uh, until you turn the tables on them. And I would, I would just like to say, just gonna posit something out here. Um, if you care about safe spaces for children, you probably don't want a bunch of men dressed as women sexually uh, 
dancing in front of them. I feel like that's, that's probably not a safe space for kids, which is kind of our entire point. But good job, guys, okay? So just as a reminder, I wanna to get to your thoughts on this, gentlemen, but just as a reminder, those of you where there's still one in Katy, Texas, that we are planning something for, I'll just leave it there. So if you are interested and willing and local in that area, please DM me and um, you will be vetted and given more info at that point in time. Yeah, as someone who has fought for children for a long time, I wanna on the air give Ooh, you a high thank five. Thank you. Thank you for how you fight and for how you stand for children. Look, they say safe space for our employees, but not for children. Right. We're totally willing to create a very unsafe environment for your child, but for the college student at UT Denton. You know, that kid needs a safe space. No, it, it's a drag show for kids, and if they can't indoctrinate children, then there's no reason to meet. Why are they not throwing a drag show without the kids for mm -hmm. themselves? Mm -hmm. Because it's not about the drag show. It is about indoctrinating children. It is about going after the kids. Which is why it's Disney themed. Exactly. And it's all ages mm -hmm. and no cover. Mm -hmm. So all kind of who knows what riffraff will walk in there and a crazy parent will take their child. And I'm still saying prosecute the parents. Absolutely. Who take their child to something like this. That's a horrible parent. But it just proves the point. They can't throw a drag show for themselves and their own enjoyment, John. No, they must bring children in, and if you block them from bringing the child in, then there's no reason to throw the party, mm -hmm. which tells you it's all about the, the kids for them. So, yeah. yeah, John. Yeah, it's just the right thing to do as well. A lot of times, I think when people do something, they always are like, "Oh, well, what's in it for me?" And it's like it doesn't really have to be something explicitly in it for you. It's just you do it because it's the right thing to do. I mean, mm -hmm. for example, I just watched you guys high five to celebrate over an operation that was strategized and planned by me. You're but I'm going to allow that to happen because. <laughs> I'm the behind the scenes because you know I'm oh exceptionally I'm exceptionally unattractive. The general public <laughs> finds me extraordinarily off-putting, and so I have to be like the brain. You know, Sarah is the operator. I'm like the Carl Rove to her George Bush, the David Axelrod to her Barack Obama. So she takes the credit, but I, I feel very good knowing that behind the scenes I was you know puppeteering. Listen, I'm thing. impressed that you just brought a billionaire to show billionaire with Axelrod. You don't even know what you just did. It's pretty cool, though. But I don't know that he planned. I'm 28 years of fighting. I don't know. I I literally texted him about going to the event and helping me, and he didn't ever text me back. That is an interesting statement. Prove it. Yeah, yeah. That's so, uh, no, but I look, guys, we hold all the cards. Start doing what the left has done for yes. so long and make them uncomfortable. Infiltrate. Who cares if they want to be whiny babies and pretend like they got some sort of threats that, you know, they were, they were afraid. Whatever. The kids aren't exposed to it. So keep it up and uh, make sure, again, DM me if you are... Uh if you're interested and, and local to or nearby Katy, Texas. All right, I wanna move into the rest of the news of the day. Yesterday, the New York Times reported that a federal grand jury is investigating now, not, uh, not Mar-a-Lago or the nuclear codes or any of those other things. No, 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 they're investigating Donald Trump's Save America PAC. Could it be any more obvious that they want to prevent this man from running in 2024 because they are deathly afraid of him? Uh, this grand jury issued subpoenas seeking information about the inner workings of the organization as uh, Donald Trump solicited millions of dollars while making claims about the election. This says the investigation is believed to be looking into, quote, whether Save America PAC had duped donors through misleading appeals about election fraud. So that's... Now we've got, what, the investigations on uh, the Mar-a-Lago Mar raid. We've got a uh, criminal investigation related to his business dealings in New York. 
Uh, we've got an investigation in Georgia, a criminal investigation in Georgia over efforts to what they say was overturn the results of the 2020 election and a second federal investigation over the events surrounding the January 6th riot and alleged efforts to overturn the election once again, which, as we know, was the safest and most secure election of all time. 81 million votes, obviously all correct and true. Uh, nothing to see here. And um, did I did I make all the did I did YouTube hear all of that? Was that did I cover all of those bases? Yeah, I think That's so. why you have to do the fortifying is because yes. it's all safe and secure. You exactly. did betray your privilege by not saying that black trans lives matter. But other than that, it was, it was pretty <laughs> It's pretty good. I mean, how how when does this end? No, how it, transparent is this? This is the conversation I, I really want to have, and and I want look. We we don't we know there's two years left here, two, a year and a half, two years of this administration. Yes, I oh, do believe. God. Yes, I do believe we take the House in November, but we are not not secure that we'll take the Senate. Yeah. So, and and then even if you take the Senate. At the moment, they own the leadership in the FBI, in the CIA. They own the corrupt institutions and some of these judges that they work through, that pack, that rat stench rat pack that runs together. So there's going to be more of this. And so what I want, we don't know if Trump and announced to run or not run. What I want the American people to gather from this is, this is literally, these are your wake-up calls. Every time you see them go after Trump, remember, they're coming after you. This is now the hour where you start socializing conversation about November's coming. Get out and vote. Take back the city. And literally, that whole silent majority, you know, nonsense has to go away. This is the hour because they're going to keep coming, Sarah. I don't, I don't see this stopping until the day of the election, mm -hmm. the presidential election in 2020. I don't see this stopping, them coming after Trump. They will, they will go after him because they think, and this is the mistake they're making, if they take the champion, that the people will fall. They will not. They will not. And al although I want him protected and I'm thankful for him, there's there's still a nation here that's saying enough is enough. And so I think it's going to keep coming. But may it be a wake up call to the Americans to really say, OK, you declare war. Those are fighting words. We're at war. Mm. I, I hope that manifests. I think that American conservatives are probably like the most cowardly group of people in the history of global politics. I mean, what we've let them get away with for mm -hmm. so long is just incredible. I mean, to the point where now, you know, like these drag things are going on with kids. It's like, what else is there for them to do after that? I mean, once they normalize that, it's like anything else goes. And that's probably why they're doing it. But mm -hmm. with the Trump thing, uh, of course, yeah, he's, he's standing in the way from, you know, this establishment going after the American people. And it's like, I don't understand how people could be viewing that and think to themselves that this is just, you know, like politics as usual. And, and people are often even entertaining now, like the idea of a post-Trump GOP, which is important. I mean, eventually the man's not going to be suited for office. But I think that what the left knows they're doing when they mobilize all their institutions against Trump is just following the record of history, where there's nothing more the conservatives fear than a little bit of media pressure. I mean, if you look at the last right. hundred years of right-wing politics, anybody who is the most effective and the most like, correct on the issues, they get a little bit of that media pressure, and then the right throws them under the bus because they want to be respectable, and they want to be, you know, principled conservatives or whatever. And so now you see people in our circles talking about the idea of, oh, well, Trump has too much baggage. Trump has too much baggage. The baggage he has is what happens if you Google his 
his name. It's not things mm-hmm. you see like, wait a minute, why was he hanging out with the, why did he get away with this? Why wasn't there investigation of this? It's just like, you know, oh, uh, Trump, this billionaire, he may have been a little bit uh, interesting with his taxes or, oh, uh, you know, the National Archives say that he was a little bit weird with the way that he filed. By the way, the National Archives, that's just like the biggest library in the country. It's like, who even cares? That's what you're getting this guy on? Not anything just like, oh. All you, because they say so. Exactly. Yeah. And so we see that and we're just like, oh, he just has all this baggage. The, the proper response is like, why does he have that baggage? Do you really believe that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and all these other figures who never get any heat, they're just like these angels? They're like saints. I mean, AOC, uh, AOC and Nancy Pelosi are Catholics, so maybe they are saints, but they're just like these perfect figures. It's like the establishment is going to target whoever they perceive to be a legitimate threat. And the only person in this country's history who has been targeted this much is Donald Trump. And there's a reason for that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, it's, you hear him, he, witch hunt, witch hunt, witch hunt, right? The Russia collusion thing. We spent two, what, over two years of our lives listening to them blab on about how this was definitely true and this definitely happened. And then all of a sudden it didn't. And nobody actually went back and said, oh, okay, we guess that didn't happen. Because still to this day, you will hear people, news anchors, talk about Russian collusion as Mm -hmm. if the investigation turned up that it, they found evidence of it, yeah. and they didn't. Um, well, we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll, I, I just, I can't, they don't know when to stop, so I can't imagine that this ends any way other than Donald Trump doing a perp walk in handcuffs. Well, the law is still the law. You know, they, they don't have anything. When, when have they cared about that? But the, but the victory they win, and I don't even know that they're interested in physically seeing him do a perp walk. It's just they are duping the American people. Well, I think they want the American people who are not paying that. attention. Fear, they yes. watch that and, and that's go, why I say oh, we got to take that back. One thing bad. I'll tell you, he's like Tom Brady, man. This is, do you know how rare it is to find a human being that can take this much heat and wake up in the morning and go, it's a good day, baby. Let's go, right? Yeah. You want that as a leader in a nation. I mean, that's so rare. So he's probably going to win another Super Bowl. I so I'm going to so have true. Uh, so I was going to say I'm going to I'm going to have to stop you there because if we start talking about Tom, Tom Brady, John's going to take up the rest of the show. So I, I just gotta, look, I like winners. I like excellence. I ever. like optimism. I love Tom Brady and Tom Brady and Trump are oh, friends. No. You know, uh, Trump wanted Tom Brady to actually marry uh, Ivanka. Or, yeah, Ivanka. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, she got hooked up with this liberal Jared Kushner guy, and then he sort of subverted the whole first Trump administration from the inside. So, I don't know, maybe Tom Brady and Giselle are having some issues right now, I've heard. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't speak. As a man speak, that's nonsense. But on the first one, I'll fist bump you. There okay. was enemies within right. the I'm White House that was way too close to the family. All right. With that being said, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Tommy John. So, look, Tommy John is... I never, I, I didn't believe the hype of Tommy John when I first heard about it. I'm like, how can underwear and loungewear and men's underwear, bras for women, all of that, how can that be that comfortable? How can it be? I don't believe you. And then I got some myself and I wore them and I was like, oh, I understand. Yaku, you've worn Tommy John's. I will tell you. I at first thought it was a bunch of hoopla. You're like, okay, how soft can something really be? Okay. But it is. Comfort <laughs> is important to guys, by the way, okay? For years. I hear it's breathable. For years. Wouldn't know. We had no comfort. Yeah, wouldn't know. Very breathable down there. And uh, But they've got something for everyone, and it really, it literally is the softest thing you will ever put on your body. It also is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. So you have nothing to lose if you go to tommyjohn.com slash Y for 20% off of your first order. That is tommyjohn.com slash Y. Get you 20% off. See site for details. 
you guys heard about the new Illinois, uh, the new Safety Act, mm -hmm. yes. a new law in Illinois that uh, it's going to yep. allow most criminals in the state to be released without bail? To walk. Yep, starting in 2023. Um, they don't want people to be, uh, you know, hassled with, I don't know, getting detained and arrested. So we'll just give you a simple citation for a lot of things as well. Um, here are some of the non-detainable offenses beginning in January of 2023. Oh, just aggravated battery, aggravated DUI, aggravated fleeing, arson, burglary, drug-induced homicide, intimidation, kidnapping, robbery, second-degree murder, and threatening a public official. So congratulations, Illinois. Uh, you are now living in, I don't know, Gotham maybe, but uh, here is a Chicago area mayor, I don't know how to say his name, Picau, Picau. Uh, ripping this new law, deservedly so, watch. As of January 1st, 2023, the following things will go into effect and people need to be aware of this. <clears throat> it abolishes cash bail for almost every offense. This includes, but isn't limited to, kidnapping, armed robbery, second-degree murder, drug-induced homicide, aggravated DUI, threatening a public official, and aggravated fleeing and eluding. Offenders released on electronic monitoring have to be in violation for 48 hours before law enforcement can act. They could almost drive to Alaska before we can even look for them. It denies victims their constitutional rights, and keep this in mind, businesses and homeowners, officers will no longer be able to remove trespassers from your resident, residence or your businesses. Someone could decide to live in your shed and all we can do is give them a ticket. Now, this comes on the heels of, we've talked about this all week, it seems, there's a new story in every day in the news about, you know, someone who was just released from bail or released early for something that was very serious and they go out and commit all of these horrible crimes. Um, we've got one right here. Memphis police are searching for two black males threatening to kill white people uh, earlier. I believe this was yesterday and he live streamed it just just horrifying. So let me let me show you this video. This is two Memphis suspects who were threatening to kill white people live streaming everything watch my cannot on god my wife my folks not gonna like black people then then they finna be they finna be marching on the river saying white lives matter y'all through y'all was white folks gonna hate black people i hope y'all know it first it leaves a flutter let me take back the racism i hope y'all ready i'm gonna go here go zemo on number white people i get any white on the side of me don't get popped tonight uh, I couldn't understand most of what was said, but uh, made out enough to understand that he said, I'm fixing to shoot a white old lady while her grandkids in the car. And he already shot a white old man. He referenced Zeke mode, which, of course, was uh, referencing the the other Memphis shooter who live streamed his entire killing spree, whose name, the full name, I will not uh, disclose here just because we don't want to give them any publicity for that. For the Americans that don't know what it looks like, that's racism. That's racism. That's what it looks like. The hatred of one man's heart towards another race, profiling a race. Those are racist. This Sunday, I'm speaking at the rally, big rally in Chicago, on behalf of Darren Bailey, who's running against J.B. Pritzker, who's the current governor and basically Hitler of Illinois. Pritzker has got to go. In Illinois, it's in your hands. You can elect Bailey and stop this crazy new law that's going to, in effect, 
January 1st. If you elect a new governor, it will not be. Or what happened to us will happen to you in South Africa. We wake up one morning and there's a guy living in our shed, the pool shed where the pool could not remove him, had to feed him. He lived there. My mom is single mom with three young kids. Police, the law in the land was literally that once they squat, you know, or they become what we call squatters, right? Or squalors. You cannot remove them. Well, that's going to happen in Illinois across. They're not going to live under the bridge anymore. They're going to move into your extra shed bedroom and you won't remove them. And then they're going to disarm you and you can't protect yourself. Elect Darren Bailey in Illinois against J.B. Pritzker. This has to happen. Mm. John. Uh, I have a theory on racism that I'd be curious to get your guys' thoughts on. One thing I've noticed whenever you see racism from non-white people, it tends to be this very, like, blanketed hatred. This kind of like, you know, if I see white folk walking with White Lives Matter, I'm going to shoot your grandmother. You know, that is like, or like all white people are colonizers. All, like, this very blanketed stuff. Every time I've ever heard of racism from white people or, like, what gets called racism, it's just like a moment where we get angry and allow ourselves to just accurately describe the behavior of a certain type of person. And it's just, you know, you're at Waffle House at 1230 in the morning and you see like one of those huge fights break out that you never see from white people. And you just allow yourself to be honest and just be like, why does this always happen? Like, why do we why are we disallowed from having a conversation about the behavior of different groups of people, especially when the state systematically uh, like releases these people from prison, knowing that they're going to terrorize normal Americans? And it's like. It's every time. It is at such a high rate of accuracy that it, it must be done intentionally to terrorize people. Like you have liberal district attorneys, you have this new law saying we're not even going to detain these people. And it's like a national news story when a white woman in Central Park films a black man and we have to have a national conversation about whiteness. But you see this almost every week with black mm -hmm. people going around just shooting random white people and it's like, you're just not allowed to talk about that. Or well, they're shooting black people. I mean, black on black crime in Chicago is completely ignored. Right. There is a, there's a real issue here where this nation has institutionalized carnage in the black family through Margaret Sanger and Black Lives Matter of late. I mean, if you really look at who really got harmed through all of this, I mean, they're harming the black community. You know, and so it, it is a sickness that we're not willing to discuss. And you're right, John, until we talk about the facts with intellectual honesty for what they are. What you just saw was a racist individual speaking. That's what it looks like. Okay? In South Africa, they've killed over 200,000 white farmers. Glenn ran a story on it with your husband, and they produced it. Okay? Here, we helped. We have to call it what it is. It's not just that all things evil are white men. No. It's a heart of a man that wants to create carnage in another man's life or woman's life, and, and that's what it looks like. And, but I say this again. I'm a broken record. The people have power. Show up, conservatives. Take Illinois back. Kick Lightfoot Beetlejuice out. Kick all these crazies out. Get a new governor. It is in your hands. Show up in numbers that have never been seen and take the state and the city back. Uh, all right, we've got more to come, but uh, we got to take another quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. So Omega XL is there for those of you who have maybe reached the age where just you, you just hurt. All right, maybe you had a, a knee problem and maybe you have arthritis, maybe you got a neck, back problem, whatever the case may be. Me, I, I was in a car accident uh, a long time ago and I still suffer from disc problems because of that. Omega XL has helped me tremendously because it attacks the inflammation in 
what's causing your pain is the inflammation and it attacks the inflammation in your body. So it's not gonna be like, uh, you know, you rub a topical cream on and it feels really great for 10 minutes and then it goes away and you're hurting again. This is actually a lasting solution because it gets to the root cause of your pain. You gotta try it. You can order a bottle of Omega XL now. Get a second bottle for free over at omegaxl.com slash news. That is omegaxl.com slash news. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Project Veritas has been really busy lately. Uh, Earlier this week, they published audio of South Carolina Senate candidate Crystal Matthews, who is trying to unseat, of course, current Republican Senator Tim Scott, In the audio, Miss Matthews says, apparently you have to treat white voters like, well, I can't say that word. I'll just let you watch. My district is heavily Republican and it's heavily white. Wow. I'm not a stranger to white people. I'm from a mostly white town. Yeah. Let me tell you one thing. You gotta know who you deal with. Like, you you gotta treat them like s***. Like, I mean, that's the only way to respect you. Yeah, I I, I keep them right here under my thumb. Like, that's where I keep them. Like, yeah. you have to. Yeah. Otherwise, they get out of control like kids. Trust me. <laughs> so, you know, like, for me, all these other people are tiptoeing around them, and I'm like, no, well, that's the white I ain't doing that. As far as getting people to um, infiltrate on the other side and everything, because the only way to get to be the army is from the inside out in the way. We need somebody who understands street games that we can clean up and put in a fucking that 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 knows like again we all working towards the same goal and we all know what the play is right. almost like a secret society exclusive membership uh i feel like this is to the point that both were making earlier in a thursday op-ed for the state democrat state representative justin bamberg wrote that this toxicity is not acceptable for the citizens in south carolina and it's certainly not acceptable from a sitting member of the south carolina house of representatives and noted that quote if any of our white counterparts had said the same thing with regard to blacks the minority community including myself would be up in arms calling for that member's resignation Mm -hmm. of course she's not going to apologize she stood by her comments in a very lengthy statement that read, aren't you tired of politicians selling out our communities, spitting on our working families and exploiting the rights of our women and children while taking community pictures and kiss favorite legislators, wash their hands and sweep what our community needs under the rug. What would you call that? I call that S word. And my mother raised me to treat something exactly how it is. And then she went on and, you know, I, she wants to treat MAGA Republicans like S word. I said what I said. Play the whole tape, uh, you know, I just, it's, this is an S show. I'll just put it that way. Look, I, I'm not a MAGA Republican. I'm a Christian, I'm a son of God, and a fear, fear and loving member of this community who love this country, and I stand for liberty, justice for all, but that's another racist, okay? They always bring the race card. The first one talking about race, can you imagine? Talk at your house. We self-govern. If John's with me at a restaurant, and In John and wants to say something off color, okay? 
I would, same John with me, if I was to, we self-govern. There's no self-governing going on in that community. Mm. It's like a hatred. It's an inbred hatred that's now perpetuated by this administration that says you should, if you don't hate white people yet, you should. And, and this is the same community that would say, you can't say the N-word, but we can We can hate on white people, but you can't hate on black people. Or we can call out whiteies, but you can't call it. You should self-govern, but we're not going to self-govern. That, that's crazy talk. It's insane. Mm. That's a racist. Anybody, anybody that agrees with that woman, you're a racist. Your heart is bitter, black. You, you don't like people. This is it, man. This is the hour where we just need to start calling it out. Sorry if we get kicked off YouTube. I frankly don't give a damn. I mean, I'm just letting you know right now. This is not because I'm watching this country called the U.S. heading to the iceberg like South Africa did. And no one's at the rudder steering the ship. Yeah, uh, this is how we're being treated now. What's it going to be like in the 2040s when we're like a majority minority country? Like, are they just going to stop doing this? Are they just going to stop legally structuring the system such that like white people are at a disadvantage and non-white people are elevated? Like, we literally have to celebrate their existence. This country worships non-white people the same way that like a Catholic monarchy would think to itself at the institutional level before any decision was made. Well, what would God think about this? We do that in this country with well, what are black people going to think about this? Like, we literally worship black people. We have religious rituals where they're kneeling down before them. They have their martyrs, George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, who are criminals. And yeah, it's just uh, not exactly what the founding fathers had envisioned. So how do you course correct? Uh, well, I don't, know if that's a, I don't know if that's truth. a Blaze TV answer. Um, no, you start speaking. No, no, John, you start speaking truth. We love, Please don't get me fired. When you say all lives matter, if I say the term all lives matter, anybody, anybody, black, white, pink, smurf, I don't care. If you're a dolphin, okay, anybody that takes issue with all lives matter, that person's wrong. Mm. Well, when we say the term all lives matter, who takes issue with that? A specific group of society. Uh -huh. Right? Yes. That, so it tells you that over time, the left has been so successful in indoctrinating coercing and defrauding the black community. Do you know how liberating it is to sit at a table with black friends? We've got some out of time now and they go, we love the Lord. We love this country. We're conservative. That's crazy. It's liberating for them. And they go, that doesn't represent me. That's not how I want to raise my kids. I've got friends in town right now here that are from Jamaica. They go, that's not us. They're not speaking for us. That's what, I, that's what Candace Owens fights for. You know, when Candace goes, come on, you've been duped. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid for crying out loud. The only way we fix this, Sarah, is with truth. Well, what's sad, too, is that a lot of uh, the black community who feel this way and, um, you know, they, they think that it's mostly white conservatives, right? That, that, but it's like, you've been run by white Democrats in the, in the inner cities Currently. for decade, decades upon decades now. And so if you want to blame anyone, uh, which I would say, I think personal responsibility and, and personal choices are a lot of it, but if you want to, if you're looking for someone to blame for the policies that have held you down, look no further than the Democrats who are in control of your cities. But they never seem to connect the dots on there, John. 
Yeah, because uh, the Democrat Party just gives them permission to channel their like ethnic grudge against white people. Like the Democrat Party, even though it's like occupied by white people, they're still like fundamentally against the idea of like white America, and so they vote for them as like a block. And you've got like a certain percentage who are breaking from that or who have broken from that. But even there's very troubling data on like blacks who even self-identify as Republicans being more likely even to cast their vote for Democrats than Republicans. So it's like they have this identity as Republicans, but like ultimately as a group in this country, and it makes sense. I mean, if you're a minority group, you need to kind of stick together to channel what benefits you. But at the same time, it's like, if we're going to function under the, the framework of like a liberal democracy, which is what our constitution is, we have to have like a common culture. I mean, the reason that like the three of us can be like, okay, where are we going to eat? Two votes for in and out one vote for wherever else works because we're all kind of on the same page. But if you're going to have a media which is purposefully trying to capitalize on that sort of tribalism and divide people, at that point, we can't function under this constitution because we're just a bunch of different groups competing for power to channel our own interests. Like you have no regard for other people. You just care about like your you know, arbitrary biological identity or something. And that's not what this country was supposed to be. And the reason everything is so chaotic now is because our system of government was written to support a moral and virtuous people, not what we have now, which is like third world. Well, it doesn't work unless there's a moral and virtuous people. And we have founding fathers that speak of it, about that. I know we're going late, I'm sorry, but I wanna make a point. We go on this vacation, this 92 hour vacation this past weekend. My daughters, right, and I'm so proud of their mom, my wife, and give her all the credit. They meet these two Jamaican girls. And my daughters at the end of the weekend said, these are our best friends ever. It's the best vacation we've ever had. And not one time that I hear the Jamaican family or my kids mention race, mm -hmm. mention skin, skin pigment, because racism is taught by adults to children. It's an indoctrination. It, it's not a natural discourse. Mm -hmm. God, it just doesn't exist unless a corrupt, hurt, broken adult buys into some sick system, right? And, and bows to, you know, the government, basically, and swears an allegiance and teaches that to their kids. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, all right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So here's the thing. If you've never heard of home title theft, consider yourself, I guess, lucky because it hasn't happened to you. But it is a really big growing crime. And you got to take steps to protect yourself so that you can avoid worrying about it. So the title to your home, it's like the only document that proves that you own it. So if someone uh, goes, makes their way onto online where everyone's everything is kept, they can uh, forge your title, take out loans on your home, forge your name on a document stating that they're the new owner. Don't let this happen to you. No banking program protects you from this. No common identity theft program protects you from this, but Home Title Lock does. And it's a very simple process to make sure you're protected. You can go to HomeTitleLock.com, enter your address for a free, no-obligation home title scan, and you will be able to discover if someone is already camping on your home's title. And then, of course, Home Title Lock will let you shut it down. Uh, you can go to HomeTitleLock.com, use my promo code RADIO, and enter your address for your free, no-obligation home title scan. That's $100, $100 value for free over at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code RADIO. Earlier in the program, John was like, I don't know how much farther down in the like in the dirt we can get with all of this. We're talking about drag shows uh, pro provided. I'm sorry, performed for children. How much further of a descent can we get? Well, <laughs> John, we're answering your it can get worse. OK, yep. we're just answering that it can get worse. There is a new book called Sex Education for 8 to 12-Year-Olds, Kids Book for Good Parents, and it explains to the readers that it is not uncommon for children to overhear or even catch their parents making love. 
A child should be gradually introduced to the ordinary mechanics of lovemaking and allowed to enter into the parent's circle of love, instead of being shut out completely and left to wonder how mommy and daddy do it. It also uh, offers tips on how to get started, quote, educating your child about his or her sexuality and uh, among some of the examples, one uh, suggests that couples can deliberately leave the bedroom door open or ajar while expressing intimacy and to call upon your child to bring or take something away while you are expressing intimacy. Uh, the book was, by the way, at least removed from Amazon following a bunch of one-star reviews and comments from the readers who were, oh, I don't know, a little disturbed by the book's content. Yeah, look, it's written by a pedophile. It's written by people who want to sexualize children. Uh, leave your door open so you can inadvertently traumatize your child for life. And this is what they want. And, and John, to John's question, where does it end? It doesn't end because it's the spirit of Satan and it, it ends in death. Steal, kill, destroy. There is no bottom. They'll, they'll encourage you to cannibalize your children in the kitchen if they could. They don't care. This is not, there is no end. These are people who have been demonized, they're demonically possessed, and they're coming for your kids. And unfortunately, we battle this in the school system. Uh, and, and, and again, I'll say this, only when, like Sarah did earlier, only when parents say enough is enough does this stop. We just had a big victory in Texas with the Texas State School Board, massive victory take this kind of nonsense out of school curriculum. And it happened only because people stepped up. Mm -hmm. You can no longer trust the government for anything. You cannot trust your child's principal at his school or her school. You cannot trust the school board. I don't care if they don't like me, you cannot trust them. This is proof verify and proof and verify again and hold accountable and stop voting these people with an R behind their name into office unless you vetted them and they're actually conservative, not just Republicans. I mean, John, I'm gonna, th I'm gonna throw one more excerpt from the book in here. It, it just legitimately says, take your child into bed with you and allow him or her to watch as you share intimacy. I, can you not like just get arrested for that? I thought that that was sexual abuse. Who's gonna prosecute that? I mean, depending on the city. Uh, you know, I think that we're really afraid to recognize the reality of the situation, which is exactly as Yako pointed out, which is like, this is spiritual. And so we really are looking for any reason to be like, well, is there just some explanation for this that I'm not quite grasping? Like, you know, maybe this is just a bad idea. Like, it's an evil idea. These people have names and addresses. Go ahead and write them a letter. Like the same way that, you know, the tradition in Halloween where you, I think it's starting even in Ireland, where you would carve a scary face into a gourd to, to scare off demons. We need to find how to do like the equivalent of that in a legal way to scare these people back into the, the, the depths from which they spawn to where they no longer feel empowered to speak about these things in public. And it's like, what, you're saying you don't want free speech for pedophiles? I mean, yeah, yes. frankly, like literally. <laughs> John, John, a dead can... pedophile does not reoffend. No, I will exactly. also add that. Exactly. You call these, you call demons by their name. You call it out publicly. And light drives out darkness. That's how you fight this. Exactly what you're saying. Do you know a study? A study was just completed by our partner groups in the, in the National Shelter Alliance fighting human trafficking. And the study said the following. The fastest growing form of child sex trafficking is familial. And it's parents trafficking their own children. This is literally what that endorses. Mm -hmm. Now, take this mentality and put it in Illinois where now you don't prosecute the rapist anymore. So there won't be. A father will rape his children, right? And there will be no prosecution. There will be no legislator or prosecutor that will take the case or a DA. So the child is absolutely rendered defenseless, 100%. 
unless you call the demons out, you label them for what they're supposed to be labeled as possessed human beings that is not fit to walk around freely in society, and you lock them up. Yeah. You know, it's funny, especially with this, the, the drag show that, uh, you know, Antifa's very, very mad at me and they, they're calling me a, a terrorist. And I'm like, I honestly, I don't care. I don't care. I, I'm past the point of caring. You guys have overplayed your hands so much. You want to call everyone domestic terrorists. You want to call us all racists and homophobes and all of these things. I don't really care. I don't care because guess what? The event got shut down and now you sickos can't sexualize children mm -hmm. in this country. And I'm fine with that. I don't care what names you call me. Someone else was like, oh, I thought you didn't believe in cancel culture. I'm like, no, I, I, I'd be fine canceling pedophiles. Yep. Next question. That's hilarious. Next now question, you're right. in, Now you're in a ditch. That's so funny that you had that, like, no, I'm joking. That's a joke. <laughs> but, like, we need to become everything that they think we are. We need to become the monsters that they're so afraid of. You're gonna, they're going to call us that no matter what. Exactly. I mean, I'm not calling for any, I'm not calling for violence. I'm not calling for any of that. But it's like, they're going to call you these things anyway. So you have to stop being afraid that if you make a move and you take back your power in the community and you actually show up and you actually fight back against this, that, like, Oh, no. What if someone calls me a mean name? Uh, I don't know. Did you watch the president of the United States uh, uh, last week? He's already calling you the names. So who cares? At least take back your local communities. You're watching. This is so amazing to me. I'm so proud of this girl. I'm so proud. <laughs> She's like my sister. Uh, you're watching Sarah Gonzalez maturing spiritually to a point where she is a woman that's unoffendable, that just goes, screw it. I'm going to do the right thing regardless. Call me whatever you want to call me. Watch me now. You called me this? You call the fight and you close the cage door. All right, let's go. And that's what's going to happen. I mean, the record of history, this isn't the first time this has happened, by the way. Like, typically what happens, uh, you know, with these very far left people is they start to completely disintegrate and degenerate the culture. And then all of a sudden, like, right wing people decide they've had enough. And then you get like a, a strong man. And then, you know. Things happen, but the point is, like, that's right around the corner. I don't know who it's going to be. I wish it were Donald Trump, but, like, these people are not going to be able to continue to get away with things like that. Eventually, the system is going to implode, and the right is going to take back the country, and we're going to put all these people in jail. We're going to do it legally. Don't think that your civil rights are going to be violated and everything. But, yeah. you know, we might just Due remove process. a few of them because Due you're process. a terrible person. But, yeah, I think that uh, there will be justice, and these people will be held accountable because there's no, like— you know, obviously, I don't, you know, I've never even kissed a girl, but, like, sex is not, like, this huge, like, oh, you gotta, we gotta start teaching when you're 12. Like, it's like a language or something. Right. I mean, you know, it, animals do it. People have done it forever. You can more or less, like, figure it out. You don't need to be teaching children about this when they're, like, eight years old. Like, you're preparing them to, like, oh, for the rest of your life. It's not that big of a deal. This culture is so hypersexualized, and yet, at the same time, we're but so desensitized yeah. to it. It's by it. design. Yes. Like, if you yeah. had a guy from the 1920s and you plopped him into, like, no, you know, no. Fifth Avenue, now, the way women dress, I think the first time that a woman wore shorts in public, I think there's a story, it caused like two car accidents because men <laughs> have never seen anything like that before. So we're at this weird state now where our culture is so hypersexualized, yet the men are so impotent and desensitized to it. It's very weird. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got to uh, we got to take a quick break, but it, I just want to remind you guys, for those of you who have not already subscribed to Blaze TV, we've got a bunch more content. It's not just the news and why; it's a bunch of other, you know, uh, Stephen Crowder. We've got uh, Unashamed, the Robertsons. We've got Chad Prather, and much, much more. You got to go try it out over at uh, BlazeTV.com. If you use the code News20, you will get twenty dollars off of your first year over at BlazeTV.com.
Yesterday, Washington, D.C., Mur Muriel Bowser, uh, the mayor, Muriel Bowser, declared a public emergency over the influx of migrants from <laughs> Texas to Arizona, which, of course, authorizes her to establish an Office of Migrant Services. Watch. We will seek reimbursement <laughs> from FEMA for all mm. eligible uh, services. Okay. Uh, and we have mm. experience working with FEMA on the reimbursement of eligible services. Mm. And I'll say a little bit more about what uh, we think FEMA could do mm -hmm. uh, to make sure that states and cities like ours aren't left holding the bag. And so oh, in order to create uh, this new offices, mm. I am declaring a public emergency. Interesting. Mm. No, we wouldn't want any. We, look, we wouldn't want any cities, states, border towns left holding the back. We wouldn't want them to be mm. overrun. We wouldn't. I mean, this is, of course, Washington D.C. is a sanctuary city, mm -hmm. according to this same self -declared, mayor. Self-declared. Self-declared, though. Right, according to this same mayor. They raised the flag and said, "We're a sanctuary city." They're a sanctuary city. We're virtue signaling to you, saying we're the good people. So they aren't were sanctuary people. To, aren't they supposed to take it on themselves? FEMA. That's funny. They cry FEMA, FEMA. Always a handout for these people. But here's the deal: under half a percent of those who cross the border will ever make it to Washington D.C. Mm -hmm. The rest is all mm -hmm. hello Texas and hello Florida. Yeah, they're like, oh no, we have we now we have nine thousand migrants. What are we gonna do? Also, it's like these people are all friends. I mean, Greg Abbott's part of the swamp. If he were to do what is actually necessary to secure the Texan border, his approval rating would skyrocket. Mm -hmm. I mean, people would want to make him king, but he doesn't. And so, you know, it's kind of like, frankly, uh, I think very performative. You know, he's like, oh, we're going to send him further into the country where then she's going to take federal dollars that come from your tax dollars and she's going to, you know, construct offices to process them so they can stay here deeper in the country. And it's just like, you've got, you know, concern. just like, hot damn, there's America. And it's just like, come on, man, send them all back. Okay, but still also go vote for Greg Abbott in November. <laughs> Because we, we can't have O'Rourke. All right, have a good weekend. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.